Praise the name of the Lord. Um, today we are starting a new series, How to Be Rich. Everyone say, How to Be Rich. And part one is subtitled, Good News, Bad News. Um, this series was originally preached by a guy called um, Andy Stanley. And um, it was also preached by Craig Groeschel. Um, and, and I find it very interesting and apt for, for where we are right now. So we are going to go through the series together. How to be rich. How many of us have thought, if I were rich, I would do X, Y, Z. Let me see your hands up. Come on. If I were rich, okay, put your hands down. Now, our spiritual with their um, wealthy ambition. If I were rich, I would build God a church. How many people? How many people? Good, good, good. good. I says, if I were rich, I would build an orphanage. Okay, good, 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 good. How many people feel that all these rich people that are spending money on stupid things? If I were the one that had the money, you know, I would have, you know, done A and done B and done that. And in this day, where most people are striving for more, most people are striving for a better job, a bigger house, a flashier car, a more beautiful wife, and the list goes on and on and on. And, and a, a lot of people make it their life ambition to make it. You, you see someone, you know, it's, 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 it's talented and, you know, intelligent, and you ask him, what do you want to become? He says, I just want to make it. <laughs> exactly what, ah, pastor, I want to hammer. Okay, hammer, you want to be a carpenter? <laughs> you know, I've heard people having a conversation, and one says to the other, you better find your way, any way, just find your way. And sadly, people are just finding any way, any way. And that definitely can't be God. Does God wants to be wealthy? Of course. Does God want you to be wealthy anyhow? Of course not. President of the Lord. So the question is, 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 when am I rich? When are you really rich? What is rich? If you ask someone that is earning maybe um, 50,000 a month, what is rich? The person perhaps will say, ah, if I can get 300k a month, ah, I'm not greedy. 300k a month, I'm cool. If you ask someone that is earning 300k a month, he says, no, if I can get a million a month, I'm rich. Right? If you ask people that are earning a million a month, you say, ah, five million a month. If you ask someone that is earning five million a month, so it's a moving goalpost. 
Are you actually rich? When am I actually rich? In my sojourn, am I actually rich? Praise the name of the Lord. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 17 to 19. First Timothy 6 17 to 19. Now, the word of God says in 1 Timothy 6, 17-19 that we are reading from the New Living Translation Teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money. Now, when you see a scripture like this Teach those who are rich in this world you are like, Pastor, tell them. But you see I'm here to tell you that that them is you. I'm going to show you that you are rich. But just say it by faith, I'm rich. <laughs> Good. So, scripture is talking to you. Teach those that are rich in this world not to be proud, not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Their trust should be in God, who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. For our enjoyment. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works and generous to those in need always been ready to share with others. By doing this, they will be storing up their treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they may experience true life. Now, fact and truth. The fact is, you are rich. Praise the Lord. You are rich because there is someone somewhere that is hoping that they could just have what you have. The same thing that you are waking up and you are grumbling about. Somebody is saying to God, God, please, can you please take it from her and give it to me? Praise the name of the Lord. For instance, you say, Pastor, but I have nothing. Listen. How many people? I don't want to make that call. Okay, if you earn fifty thousand naira a month, if you earn fifty thousand naira a month, you are one of the top twenty-one richest people, twenty-one percent richest people in the world. Fifty thousand naira a month. You know, we've gone through that the analytical website that does that for you, right? Before. So there are six point seven billion people in the world. I earn fifty K a month. A month. One month, fifty K. I earn fifty K a month. There are five billion people that I'm richer than. Five billion. 
Am I not rich? I'm rich. Five billion. Think about it. There are five billion people. Five billion. Everybody say five billion. Some of us, that 50k is what our husbands give us for one week. And we are complaining. What do I want to do with 50k? God will forgive you. Say amen. Facts number one. That is facts. Then truth. The truth is, you are actually also rich. According to the word of God. Second Corinthians 8, 9. Second Corinthians 8, 9. Second Corinthians 8, 9. The word of God says, you know the generous grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you could be made rich. Jesus was, you see, because when I read the scriptures some time ago, I, I was convinced that God must be talking about spiritual riches, you know. But I, I read the scripture in different translations in the original. That rich means rich. And that poor means poor. So Jesus became even though he was rich, he became poor so that you and I can be rich. So, as far as provision is concerned, Ephesians 1.3, you have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places by Christ Jesus already. Jesus already paid the price for you and I, to be rich. So the, tr- the fact is you are rich. The truth is you are rich. So why don't I feel rich? That is the question. Why, so why don't I feel rich? Simple. You don't feel rich because, number one, you don't even know you are rich. Now, imagine, let me just give you this, this, this illustration. Imagine that you have been, uh, it has happened to me several times, several times. I have um, um, one account that, you know, I have forgotten about. I've forgotten about that account, you know, a long time ago. But I used to just put, save some money in that account over a period of time without thinking. Now, there was now a time I, I was very broke, as in broke, as in capital broke. <laughs> and I felt, you know, you know how you feel when you're broke? You just feel vulnerable. In the Bible says money is this defense. It's a defense. You just feel exposed. So I was like, just... Gosh, gosh, what's happening? And I went through that period. Um, I was fighting depression, you know. I was quoting scriptures. I'm rich because the word of God says I'm rich. Then it occurred to me that let me even check this account. And I checked the account. If, you, if I tell you the amount that was there, then all of a sudden 
my all my emotion changed. I walked into the bank with confidence. Now it was the same me. That account, who was it? Who, whose was it before? It was mine. Did the money just appear there? No. So why did I feel rich? I didn't know. And let me tell you something. You are loaded in Christ Jesus. You are, there's nothing you will need on earth that has not been provided for. Nothing. So we don't feel rich because we are ignorant. Praise the name of the Lord. And if you don't feel rich, I want us to, to say this together. Can you put it up next slide? If you don't feel rich, you will never learn how to act rich. So you will continue to struggle to get rich. And you will never realize that you are already are rich. And you never learn how to be rich. Let's go by the game. If you don't, so you continue to struggle to get rich. You are never learn how to be rich. So if you don't learn how to feel rich, I want you to. Walk out of this place feeling rich. You will never learn how to act rich. One of the ways of acting rich is gratitude. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. One of the ways of acting rich is being grateful to God. You will never know how to act rich. You'll be struggling with all sorts of down emotions. And you will continue to struggle to get rich. You will you, you will be trying to become who you already are. Never realizing that you already, that I is showing me there, that you already are rich. So you never learn to be. To be rich. So this series is it's not about how to get rich. No. This series is about how to be rich. Two different things. It's not about how to get rich. No. When we did attracting wealth or when we will do attracting wealth, that will be what's going to be about. But this is about how to be rich. There's more to life than chasing the elusive carrots that dangles. So now that I know that I'm, 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 I'm rich, I'm trying to grapple with the fact that I'm rich. So, so what next? Well, I need to tell you now, I have two things to tell you. And there's the good news and there's the bad news. Everybody say good news. Bad news. Which do you want worst? Bad news first. Good news first. Good news first. <laughs> If you say good news, say yay. yay. If you say bad news, say nay. Yay. Okay, so good news first. <laughs> good news first. Because that's how it says in my notes. 
The good news is you are rich. That's the good news. The good news is you are rich. You are rich. Ecclesiastes 5.19 Ecclesiastes 5.19 The word of God says in Ecclesiastes 5.19 And it is a good thing to receive wealth from who? From God. And the good health to what? Enjoy it. To enjoy the work, your work, and accept your lot in life. This is indeed a gift from God. You have to accept your lot that you are rich. Say, I accept my lot that I'm rich. You have to accept it. That's the good news. And you see, interestingly, you know, the word of God says God gave us wealth to do what? To enjoy it. So if you are going to be good at being rich, you have to first admit that you are rich. If you are going to be good at being rich, you have to first admit that you are rich. On Facebook yesterday, I saw on someone in church on his on his um, profile, um, the feed comes of my friends on Facebook. I get their feeds; they get my feed. So his feed, he, he was quoting someone, and and the person says that until you make peace with who you are. You will never be content with what you have until you make peace with who you are. You will never be content with what you have. You can have two cars. You can have a car. You will never be content. Did you know that 7% of the world population own a car? Only 7%. Some of you, you have two cars. You are still angry. Praise the Lord. Until you make peace with who you are. Until you accept yourself the way God has made you. There's nothing you get that will ever make you happy. Nothing. Nothing. One of the reality you need to embrace today is you are rich. Everyone say, I am rich. Hmm. So, you know, financial blessings is, is, is one of the only places we apologize for God's blessings. We feel guilty where we should be grateful. It is, if, if, if someone looks at you and says, oh, you are looking beautiful today. You feel good. You, you accept it. You say, oh, thank you, right? And you smile, right? And someone, someone says, oh, you are rich. Say, I know, I know. I'm humble. I'm humble. Say, so you are rich. I say, yes, I thank God, though. Praise the name of the Lord. We, 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 we shouldn't which it's tough because, I mean, particularly for, for some of us, for, for where we are coming from, 
God has not called us to be proud, but God has called us to be grateful. Praise the name of the Lord. God has called us to be what? Grateful. 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 So please look at your neighbor and say to your neighbor, you are looking very nice today. They say to them, you are looking very rich today. Now, 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 now. Just a snapshot. As they say to some people, you are looking very rich today. You know what went through their mind? <clears throat> if only you know my bank account. If only you know. Right? Am I, am I wrong? You, you, that means you are still, you've still not embraced it. So say to them again, you are looking very rich today. Now, accept it, accept it. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and you know, this is not a prosperity gospel preaching. No, definitely not. This is the word of God. Praise the Lord. If you are angry at people getting wealthy, and you can carry the poverty now and be going with it. Because poverty spirit is being evicted from this place. Yeah. Even right now. Yeah. If you are angry, Kukuma carry everything. God, say after me, God has blessed me. With more than I need. I am rich. And I am grateful. Again, God has blessed me with more than I need. I am rich. And I am grateful. And I am grateful. So that's the good news. Now let's quickly go to the bad news. Oh. You know what the bad news is? The bad news is you are rich. <laughs> so that's the good news. And that's the bad news. You're rich. So it doesn't matter which one comes first. You see? You are rich. So the bad news is you are rich. Why I say bad news is because he he has its own challenges. That's just the truth. Luke 18, 24 to 25. Luke 18, 24 to 25. This was a young man that, you know, Jesus has challenged that, oh, Keep the law, do this, do that, do that. And the guy says, I've been doing this from, since I was a youth. And the Bible says Jesus loved the guy. And verse 24, and when Jesus saw this and he saw the guy's passion and loved him, and Jesus said, um, when he saw the guy's response rather to what he said to him, which I'm going to explain after. Jesus said to him, how hard is it for the rich to enter into the kingdom of God? 
In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, listen. Jesus has said to the guy. The guy came to Jesus. What do I need to do to have eternal life? Jesus says, no. That's not a big deal. Do this, do that. Keep the law. Honor your father and your mother. Did it, da 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 da. And the guy says, I've been doing that since I was a child. <clears throat> That's a piece of cake. But Jesus says, oh, but you lack one, one more thing. The guy was very rich. And the guy was like, tell me, I need eternal life. Jesus said to him, go and sell everything you have. Give to the poor. Come and follow me. And the guy was sad. And he did the unimaginable. He turned back from Jesus. And Jesus said, How hard is it for the rich person to enter the kingdom of God? Let me paraphrase it in a way that we understand it. How hard is it for someone whose riches own him to enter the kingdom of God. Jesus said the same thing to Peter. Peter had labored all night. He caught nothing. Nothing. And Jesus came on the scene and Peter caught almost the old fish in the sea. Peter became very rich. And Jesus, and, and Jesus said, follow me. What did Peter do? He left the whole thing and followed Jesus. Anything that you will hold on to in place of Jesus will make you poor eventually. Anything. Any, anything. Riches, if you, if you, the, 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 Jesus was saying, hey, <laughs> you, are, you are rich, you are wealthy, but let there be nothing that you cannot give up for Jesus. So ask yourself, what do I have? That I can't give God. That is the singular thing that the enemy can use to bring you down. There must be nothing in us as wealthy as God wants us to be. There must be nothing that we possess that possesses us. There must be nothing that we seemingly own that owns us. Praise the name of the Lord. Apart from Christ, of course. So, that's the problem with being rich. Three problems with being rich. Number one, it's harder for you to depend on God. That's the truth. If you don't believe me, get rich. If you are saying, oh, pastor, that's not true. It's because you... You've not tasted real money. And you will not only taste, you will own real money. So that's why I'm warning you in advance. <laughs> you know, I've told you about while I was praying for the guys that stood for the God Willing service, you know, and God said to me very clearly that hmm, these people when the doors open, 
the issue, God was more concerned about the people backsliding than the blessing that was coming. And I was, I was negotiating with God. I was saying to God, no, 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 no. I trust these guys. They can never backslide. Bless them, you know. But I thought about stuff. I'm like, I hope I'm doing the right thing. Because it's better to have Jesus than silver and gold. Better to have Jesus than silver and gold. So, the, the first problem of being rich, you are going to be rich and you are going to overcome these problems in Jesus' name. The first problem is being rich. It's harder for you to depend on God. We become prideful when we should be grateful. We become prideful when we, when we, should, be, when we should be grateful. We, we, when it's even time to worship, we come into worship and we are thinking, if they know how much is in my pound account, if they know how much is in my dollar account, this usher will not even just do like this to me. Pride. Teach the rich not to be proud. Because riches entices you to be proud. When someone earning 50,000 a month is richer than 5 billion people. So which means if their social engagement. Five billion people will be looking up to that person, right? Is that not a recipe for pride? It makes it challenging, harder. That's when people begin to come up with philosophies, with theories. The theories that you did not come up with when you were praying and asking God for a breakthrough. The breakthrough came now. Your brain is working. May you not chop gravel before you come back to your senses. Your brain is working. How can God, how can God really say that? Who is God anyway? You have some friends. They say that they are free thinkers. Because God has blessed them. Their parents were Christians. They prayed for them. They say they are free thinkers. What is God? One of them said, what is God? You know that the Bible says the fool has said in his heart that there is no God. The simple things that God says to you that you obey before. No issues now. Let's look at this thing well. Let's look at it well. Really? Really? Praise the Lord. You didn't have issues. And we can go, we can list things of obedience. You didn't have issues talking to somebody about Jesus before now. But you know, we have to be civil and respectful. Until people go to hell on your account. You never had issues with paying your tithe. No, no issues. But the more you paid, the more God blesses you. In a way, God opened doors that even you. But now, 
light. Where is that? Is it Old Testament or New Testament? <laughs> now you know Old Testament and New Testament. Before, you know, it's, and I, I'm saying this since we are laughing. And some of you, you can't imagine anybody being that daft, right? There are some of you are sitting down there like, can people be this daft? But there are people that are this daft, but they think they are wise. Praise the Lord. You begin to be extremely logical. Extremely logical. Why? Because there's shishi in your pocket. You know what they call shishi? When that pocket was dry, you were looking for God. You needed God. And God came through. What we pay him back with is ingratitude and pride. May God not slap your face. In Jesus' name. God is saying, where we should be grateful, we have become prideful. We have become prideful. Riches makes it harder for you to depend on God. Worship. You used to raise your hand in worship and close your eyes and worship Jesus. Now, it's time to worship. You fold your hand. You're looking around. Big boys. Big girls. I don't want my makeup to be mad. Do they know how much this lipstick is? I will not open my mouth anyhow. Praise the name of the Lord. Be small in your own eyes. Because you have not seen anything yet. God is still taking you so very far. And the things that got you to where you are, you want to throw them out of the window? Who do you think is giving that advice? It's not Satan. Say to your neighbor, be small in your own eyes. Problems with being rich, number two, is that it distracts you from true priorities. Riches distracts you from true priorities. And, and why riches is able to do that is, is because wealth, is, wealth gives you options. Riches gives you options. If you don't have money, you don't have an option. If you have money, you have an option. Am I going to live in this estate? Am I going to live in that estate? Am I going to stay in this part of town? Or am I going to stay in that part of town? If you have money, you can decide. Am I going to fly, fly business class? Or should I just fly first class? Bear, bear. You know what they call bear, bear. Bear, bear is, is just like that. Okay, okay, let me, let, me, let me be humble. I'm going to fly economy. You can fly economy, but you have an option. Praise the Lord. That's what riches does to you. Now, the, the challenge of that is, is this. The challenge of that is this. Because you have options and you, are, you have the power to create options, many times we create options outside of God's will. 
Many times we get distracted for our true priorities. We lose our true north, as it were. So, the fact that you can afford something does not mean you should acquire it. The fact that I can afford to buy a, a wristwatch, another wristwatch, does not mean the one I have is has not spoiled now. Caesar, but no, levels have changed. I can't be wearing this kind of wristwatch. Who says, who says you can't be wearing that kind of wristwatch? Where is it written? Yeah, pastor, levels have changed though. I need to upgrade my wristwatch. <laughs> it's okay. As long as God has given you permission to do it. So the fact that you can afford something does not mean you should acquire, acquire it. Acquire it. A lot of people, options. That's why some, some guy says to his wife, you know, you were not this fat when I married you. I just want you to know, I love you, you are my number one, but I have options. Why? Because you can give somebody else ticket money to go to Paris, and you meet her in Paris because you have options. Your wife is here in Lagos, thinking you have gone for a course. Because you have options. You know, a man actually said, Pastor, I just want you to show me in the Bible where it is written that you cannot marry a second wife. Show me, thou shalt not marry a second wife. I'm like, but he wasn't even talking like this when he was trusting God. For, I mean, the guy will come with his mother, will pray, 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 pray. The woman will fast. Now the guy is, and the guy is now, is, all is in his head is how to have a second wife. After all, Abraham did this. After all, the person quoted scripture to pastor. After all, after all, after all, then who am I? <laughs> if the father of faith can do that, who am I? But how come you didn't remember all that? Praise the Lord. There was a woman that's talking to her. They were really struggling. Well, not really struggling. They are fine, but they're just on the borderline. And, and she bell her heart. She says, no, she doesn't want God to bless her husband beyond this one, no. She says, let God just maintain us like this. We don't want poverty, or we don't want that one. No, no, no. Let him just maintain us like this. I say, no, now. I think I even wrote in devotional a few days ago. If you, if you, if you do the fresh fire devotional. I said, why? She says, ah. When money touches his hand, his, his brain begins to touch. <laughs> and he's a good man. I love him with all my heart. So let God keep him down. 
so that we can enjoy life together. And I had to encourage her that no, that we will pray for him, that God will help him. But when she left, my thoughts that ah, now wow, maybe she's right. Some people they don't have capacity. But I'm praying today in the name of Jesus that God will give you capacity. Capacity for wealth. And the capacity to love God more than wealth. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because David did not commit adultery when he was in the wilderness. When he was running from Saul, fighting battles. Adultery? No. David committed adultery when he was in the palace. Everybody was going to church as it were. Go for battle. He was strolling on the top of the house. <laughs> Enjoying breeze. Big boy. <laughs> Recipe for destruction. Why is God leading us down this path? It's simple. It's because God wants to bless you. But God loves you more than your money. Praise the name of the Lord. The third problem, challenge of being rich, is you have a greater responsibility. You have a greater responsibility. The scripture we read says that the people that are rich should do this, they should do that, they should do this, they should do that. You have a greater responsibility. You have to take care of more people. Being rich is not just about yourself, me, my family, and I. You have to take care of more people. You have to make sure everybody else is fine. You have to pay a lot of school fees. You have to, you know, it's a lot of responsibility. And I hope you are doing that already. Praise the name of the Lord. So God wants us to own riches. And he doesn't want riches to own us. Revelation chapter 3, verse 17. Revelation 3, 17. I read quickly and we close. Revelation 3, 17. It says, you say, I am rich. I have everything I want. I don't need a thing. But you don't realize that you are wretched, you are miserable, you are poor, you are blind, and you are naked. Ouch. Praise the Lord. So I advise you to buy gold from me. This is Jesus speaking. Gold that has been purified by fire. Then you will be rich. Also, buy white garments from me. So, you will not be ashamed by your nakedness and the ointment of your eyes. An ointment for your eyes so that you will be able to see. Are you chasing money today? Are you running after money? That's a wrong model. That's a wrong model. That's a wrong model. God not, does not only want you to be wealthy, God paid the price for you to be wealthy. 
But the model of God is make God priority. Jesus puts it this way. He says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things that the Gentiles run after will be what? Added to you. Praise the name of the Lord. So, the, the magnet really is God. The more of God you have, the more wealthy you can become and it will not change you. So it's not about God. The more of God you have. So I want to pray with you today. Let's kindly bow our hearts as we bow our heads. You're saying to me, Pastor, I've never accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. But even before, before that prayer, you're saying, I want my wealth to be under God's control. I don't want riches to own me. I am wealthy and it's going to increase abundantly and I want it to be under God's control. I want to pray with you. Put up your hands. Just to, no, 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 don't give them card. No, 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 no that, that's not the call. I want to pray with them with their hands up. Um, that's me. Father in heaven, we pray for everyone whose hands are lifted up. You know the cry of their heart. We ask that everything that is keeping them down will be taken out of their lives. In Jesus' name. And the grace to seek you above all else you give unto them. Honor and glory be given to you, Lord. You can put on your hands. I want to pray with the next set of people. You, you've never given your life to Jesus before. Or you used to be born again, but you are back today. All in the sake, for the sake of chasing this money. We have seen today that that's the wrong path. That's the wrong path. You are saying, Jesus, come into my life. I need God. I need God back. I need God afresh and new. I want to pray with you wherever you are. That is me. Put up your hand now over your head. Quickly. Put up your your hand well. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Put it up well at the gallery. Put it up well. God bless you. If you have the card, you can put on You can put God bless you right there. God bless you. God bless you. That is me. I am far from God. I am far from God. I have gone after money. God bless you. Right there. God bless you. Right there. God bless you. I've, I've gone after money. Jesus, come into my life afresh. Come into my life afresh. Come into my life afresh. Father, we pray for everyone that has surrendered to you today. I've come to you. They have the card, Lord. We they have called upon you. We ask that you reveal yourself to them, that you change their lives totally, transform them, and let your name be glorified. 
Father, the grace to love you more than silver and gold given to them. Honor and glory be given to you. Now, the rest of us, I want us to pray again this same prayer. Say, Father, give me the power to love you more than silver. Give me the power to love you more than gold. So go ahead and just speak to God. And, and, and some of us, by God's grace, we have that power. Just declare it. Father, I love you more than silver. Father, I declare it. I love you more than gold. There's nothing I possess that possesses me. There's nothing I own that owns me. There's nothing I have that is Lord over my life. There's nothing I have that I can't release to you, Jesus. Lord, give me the power to love you, Mother Silver, and gold. Father, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you.